Hello, college baseball fans. Welcome to another episode of the Shock Factor podcast, where I, Stephen Shock, talk about college baseball with my friends, Jake and Jordan. Fellas, how are we doing? Tremendous. It is lovely to see that you are still taking up residence in the Hilton Omaha. <laughs> my good friend, Stephen, as you will never refusing to leave after... <laughs> You were sent home early last year. Now they can't get rid of you. Makes warms my I heart. Remember, I remember like when I was a kid. Hi, I'm Jake. Hey, Jake. I remember when I was a kid, like there were movies and TV shows about people living in hotels. And I was like, that would be sick. <laughs> and like now I'm an adult and that would suck. Living in a hotel would suck. Right? This is Steve? the sweet life of Steve. <laughs> and, and Steve. I, I can't Steve. find Mr. Mosby. Oh man! So, so it's been rough. Uh, it's been rough. So before we go any further, congratulations to the Ole Miss Rebels on their 2022 National Championship of Baseball College Men World Series, which they won on Sunday afternoon in Omaha, Nebraska. Steve was in attendance. We'll talk all about it here in a second. But before we go any further, we're going to let you all know that this is the season finale. Of the Shock Factor pod, we will be taking a little summer hiatus. Steve's going to go dip his toes in the ocean. <laughs> fortunately fortunately for us, um, not concerned about the recruiting trail. from uh, for, uh, we're, we're good. We like our team. <laughs> we're, not, we're not yeah. necessarily needing to. We're not hitting the portal. Yeah. Although we should talk portal we, news. We could, we could do some end. portal chat at the end. But this will be, as Jake said, the season, not series. Don't worry. We, we hope and expect to be back next season. But we are going to take a little bit of a break. So we're just warning you now. You should no longer expect weekly shock factors. But um, we're gonna we're gonna go out we're gonna go out strong here with this with this season finale as only we could. And you know who knows what could happen. I got the recording equipment now. I might I might just hop on randomly and do it, you know? That's true. It's Maybe much I'll more rope likely. you guys. Maybe I'll it, rope it, you guys into it. Who knows? Very possible. Very possible. Maybe we'll have a Christmas special. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so, but but of course, we'll, we'll, we're going to leave you with, with a strong episode. So we'll be able to talk some transfer stuff later, but we are going to talk about Ole Miss winning. We're going to talk about how Steven got back to Omaha because, right, the last time we talked, we had returned from Omaha, but now we are, uh, you are still there, and I presume we will make it home at some point, so we'll talk about that. Yeah, um, well, I, I would like to talk about that first. Steve, when are you leaving? Uh, yeah. Tomorrow at 6 a.m. Okay. This place is weird without baseball. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> yeah, what's, let's, before we do anything else, what has today been like well, for you? Being in Omaha, it, right, it's like waking up after a, a sick party and everyone's gone. It really is. It's like, you remember when you were little and you'd go to sleepover parties in like elementary school and you'd have a great time and then on Sunday morning the party would disperse and it's like wow what 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 do I do now cuz I got school tomorrow I'm going to go home do homework and be bored and none of my friends want to talk to me cuz they got enough of me last night so what what the hell do I do that's what I feel like so naturally you go to the zoo the Omaha Zoo is freaking sick. It's one of my favorite zoos I've been to. I've been to probably three or four. So not a lot, not a little, but it's a cool zoo, man. They got some animals in there. That's a good thing for a zoo to have. Um, they had some cool animals. My favorite animal I saw was actually just an owl. 
it was just standing in this big ass exhibit by itself just like all right well you paid to see me so here's the show i i got funny fucking legs i'm an owl Stephen, very professional, anticipating my, my first question for your favorite animal uh, that you saw. Now, the owl, um, I assume that was indoor. It didn't just fly it was, away? It was in the desert out. exhibit. The desert exhibit's weird because they got, like, bobcats in a small, like, probably a probably a 5 by 10 square. And this owl was just, like, out in the open. It It's like nothing I've ever seen before, like... They're like, okay, this is this is Richard the owl. He's very well behaved. He's not gonna peck any kid's eyes out today because he's an owl. He doesn't have a big beak, so he's just gonna stand in this pile of dirt. And it was a huge exhibit. It was probably like ten by fifteen feet, pretty big for an owl. You know, like it would cost hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars to live in his exhibit in New York City, because. <laughs> I got an economics degree. I know about things going on and rent ceilings and things like that relating to yeah, Jake. That's crazy. Yeah, there, Jake. I, I heard there were just owls just lining up uh, outside just to just to view places. Just to... <laughs> so Ole Miss won uh, game one of the College World Series in a romp. Yes, they romped them. They romped the Sooners. Wasn't even close. Pause. Pause. Jake Bennett. Six and a third, seven hits, not good, three runs. Ten strikeouts, no walks. Now, the first inning was, was messy. We had some wild pitches. Jimmy Crooks was not doing any favors behind the dish. But I, was, I pulled up this box score. I was like, oh, Jake Bennett got crushed. I was like, oh, ten strikeouts, no walks. How about that? But that really – but, but really, I mean, not only we had, of course, we had the Elko homer earlier down the line, and then the back-to-back-to-back uh, later on in the game was just mm, – it, mm. it, was, it was just sloppy. Yep. The whole thing was sloppy. That first game from Oklahoma was their youth kind of coming out and biting them in the butt, something that they'd been running from, I think. Crooks, I know he can swing it, but that was uh, that was a bit of a cinder block-handed performance uh, in game one behind the plate, and definitely in game two behind the plate later on in the eighth inning. And that was certainly what – that was the whole thing. Like, that was the series, right? It was yeah. just bad defense from Oklahoma. At inopportune times. Yeah, I think I think in game two it was some sort of cross up situation, the first mm-hmm. time. And as soon as that happens, you're just kind of brain soup back there, either yep. on the mound or behind the plate. If, if there's a cross up, you're like, oh shit! Now I look like an idiot. Don't want to do that again. So what happens? It, something like that happens again, and that's exactly what happened. And I think the other thing from this game was, uh, and you know, I mentioned this coming in, is like we had only seen those five pitchers for Oklahoma because everything had gone so well. Um, you know, Chaz Martinez was was not great, <laughs> and then Carson Atwood, Abed Abrams. So once you got to kind of the, the underbelly of that Oklahoma bullpen, that really uh, that really kind of set it all. But I, my main question for you, Stephen, who was in attendance, was just give me just a volume description. Uh, for the back-to-back-to-back home runs. Oh, my gosh. Pure that pandemonium. That seemed amazing. And the beer showers, which we've obviously talked about all season, seem to have made their way to Omaha. Yeah, they did. I, I got covered in beer. It was stinky beer. There's a pandemic going on. But, you know, I digress. It, it was fun to see. It was awesome to see, actually. And, you know, the stadium was probably 20,000 Ole Miss fans and 5,000 Oklahoma fans. Well, 4,000 and then, you know, change like me who are just kind of there. but 
and Steve. <laughs> and just like the place just erupted. The whole place was shaking. I couldn't hear myself think, which is hard because I have loud thoughts. So it it was an awesome environment to be a part of. It made me feel again. It really did. Uh, so yeah, so that was that was game one. That was that was pretty straightforward. I mean, sixteen hits the old man, and and, and it was ve- very clearly. Obviously, once they started pulling away, it was like, oh yeah, Ole Miss is supposed to win this thing. This is just kind of how this is going to go. But then we go to game two, and who's on the mound for Oklahoma? Oh boy, Cade Horton. And we had spent the whole week after his amazing performance the previous Sunday saying, oh, man, I can't wait to watch Kate Horton again. Like, and, and I was getting to the point where I was like, I'm so excited. Like, there's no, this is going to be a letdown. Like, Ole Miss is just going to, you know, make shit happen. Like, they're, they're, they're kind of runaway trend at this point. You know, they let the Rebs get hot. And Horton, I'm sure, will be good, but he won't be. He can't be that good again. Uh, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can be. <laughs> so, so, Steve, uh, again, I don't know where you were sitting um, for these games um, or what your, your, your vantage point, but it – is it safe to say that you could tell early on in the stadium, like, oh, no, he's got it. He's got it again. Yeah, he was just electric. Like, the first inning, he just kind of cruised. Like, anytime someone got on, he just, like, nothing changed for him. And that's, like, when you see a pitcher acting like that and, like, making mature pitches like that, that's when you know they're going to they're gonna have a pretty decent outing. And so I think 13 punch-outs through eight innings, that's, that's good, right? Yeah. 13 and seven and a third, no walks, four hits, uh, one hit by pitch, two runs. Of course, the Jacob Gonzalez homer, uh, and then the other runs scored once he departed. And Trevor Michael came in. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, this was a close. This was a close game. We got a good game, uh, but again, once Horton went out, it was like we know how this is gonna go. <laughs> yes, yeah, we know how this is what direction this is going in. But let's stay on Horton for a minute before we get to the Ole Miss celebration. Um, I mean, Jake, you watching on TV, you wrote about Kate Horton for, for Fox Sports. Uh, we, you know, we're fascinated to see where he's going to go in next month's draft now. Someone, again, who had an eight ERA at the end of May, five starts later, might be a first rounder. Uh, what, what did you see, Jake, just on, on television? Because it was, it was pretty amazing. I was impressed by how successful he was, even though he, in the later like mid innings did not have command of the breaking ball at all. And the velo like, was down was by le- the end un- unexpectedly his, relatively. His velo was down by the mm-hmm. end, but like he was just the, those breaking balls were not good. Like he was leaving them arm side mm-hmm. and like he was, they were all backing up on him, but still no one could touch it. Right. That's what was interesting. And obviously that won't work at the big league level. You can't just flip, <laughs> you know, hanging breaking balls inside and expect it to go well. But to me, it said something that he was able to get guys out, not only get guys out, but dominate with second like with his not best stuff right that's what impressed me the most obviously the high-end stuff in the beginning of the game is hot and sexy and whatever and he'll hopefully build up to a point where he can show that off later on in games but for now yeah he we talked about this earlier jordan pitchers i'd rather have in college baseball it's a short list yes um yes and one of those guys connor prelip not really in college baseball (laughs) this year so yeah it's uh it's a short list. I he's he's amazing and and I you know he tweeted I think yesterday like you know until next year or something and I was like well 
You know, nah. we'll see about that. <laughs> Just we'll see if unfinished business, un- baby. Unfinished. This is going to be the ultimate unfinished business Sh- test. Shock, did you ever have a scenario like that where you had a teammate who was like draft eligible as a junior leave? Like, wait, a draft. Like they're a junior, like they're a junior. They like your season ends and everyone knows that they're going to get drafted and they're like, oh, well, I'll see you guys next year. And you're like, no, you honestly, won't. we didn't have any. It was a, it was very weird. Everyone who got drafted was like, "All right, well, that's uh, that's my time here," and everybody knew it. <laughs> that's my time. Yeah, that's like, good. But I oh, you want to go that. be a millionaire as a twenty-one year old? Yeah, I'm not gonna stop you. <laughs> right. So like 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 uh, Zach Geloff, right? Zach Geloff is like, or like, yeah, Adam, like I'm probably right? gonna get paid. Yeah, he probably gonna get paid. Yeah, See you it's guys. like I don't know. Second round sounds pretty good. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Kator said till next year, you know, with some nice pictures of him throughout the postseason. And I'm not holding Kator in this. It doesn't matter. Right. Whatever. Um, He's coming back. But baby. It, is, it is an interesting <laughs> thing. I mean, maybe he does. Like, it's not. I just. Whatever. I, I think some team's going to yeah. pay him. Kate Horton, also, I need a full uh, video breakdown of the tattoo sleeve because there's yes. some interesting art going on yes. there. Uh, there's a lot of different, I think there's some different animals. I, Maybe we have Steven take a look as our zoologist. I, I would say, too, just just so many tattoos in college baseball this year. Not just in the World Series, but I think it helped, you know, with having so many elder statesmen <laughs> playing college baseball. Just a lot of arm sleeves. It was, it was really crazy. Um, I do want to talk about the, the, the top of the seventh for Oklahoma. Because this is when, really, I was like, oh, are we getting to game three? So let's go top seven here. The game is tied. And uh, Robertson grounds out. Treadway flies out. So it's immediately two outs. It's like, okay, great. Um, and at this point, uh, this is uh, Nichols is, is on, is, is in the game. It's like, okay, sure. Oh, sorry. Hunter Elliott's still in the game. So Hunter Elliott is now through seven and two-thirds. He was amazing, too, by the way. Very impressive. Yeah. Excited to watch him next year. He's just a freshman. Super funky arm. Very level. funky. Um, I like they're like they throw this shot the side by side of him and Doug Casey and they're like look they're the same it's like yeah kind of except for everything else except for everything else okay so we got two outs in the seventh Hunter Elliott great okay Crooks double Clark walks this is where Elliott's kind of losing it Nicholas doubles to left Crooks scores so it was always oh, one nothing so that ties the game so now we go to Mason Nichols Mason Nichols uh, freshman was amazing the night before but this was his first time going back to back days the whole season <laughs> and it was like what a time to do it I was just like really like we we're not going to a no anyway I know he looked great on, on Saturday great hit by pitch immediately they challenge it confirmed okay hit by pitch great at this point it's like this is a bad idea we don't have a three batter minimum why is he still in the game Four pitch walk. <laughs> it's just like four pitch walk to give Ole Miss, uh, Oklahoma the lead. And I was like, what are we doing? I was like, Bianco, like, come on, man. Like, this is not, this cannot happen. They bring in John Gaddis. He strikes out Spikerman. And then it's just a one run deficit. Obviously, uh, they eventually come back and win. But that was like, that was flirting with like, I really thought we were getting game three there. But once they overcame that, it was like, all right. And then obviously we got all the, all the chaos uh, in the bottom of the eighth. And, and, and so that was my last question for you, Steve, about, about these games. It's just, again, volume level, just general level of, of chaos. Because the excitement on Sunday is great, but it's still one game, right? But, like, could you kind of sense the moment where Ole Miss was like, obviously once they take the lead, they get the extra run, where they're just looking around like, oh, shit, like we're, we're about to win the College World Series. Um, so 
pretty much as soon as Jacob Gonzalez hit that home run, every Mississippi State fan was walking. Or, oh my gosh, got to cut that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a war okay. flashback. Every Ole Miss. <laughs> no, we're keeping it. Every keeping Ole it. Miss fan was walking around just yeah, it's game over. We we just won the College World Series. Like, All right. we're X amount of outs away because I don't I don't remember the exact math, but. If I'm being honest, one of the loudest moments was when that uh, bunt call got overturned. Or uh, after the review for Oklahoma, they had bunted, and he was in the throwing lane or whatever Hate the it. rule is. Don't, I couldn't see it. I was in right field. But <laughs> when that when that play got called in Ole Miss's favor, place just erupted. Yeah. Like, they didn't beer shower, <laughs> but I could tell they were, they were looking around at each other like, dude. Do we do we do it? Do it? Do we do it? <laughs> but it it was just crazy. I would also say that watching on TV again, not being there, but the chaotic bottom of the eighth, and then you know the kind of the energy of the top of the ninth reminded me of of the Nats Brewers wild card game where you know they take the lead on the Soto hit in the eighth. And at that point, it's just, like, total chaos. And, like, it's so loud. And, like, the volume just stays all the way through the top of the ninth. And then I think Johnson struck out the side in the ninth, right? Yeah, he Yeah, he, he was bumping, um, like, 95 to 97. Yeah, that was, he was, that was ridiculous. I was like, where was this guy in the seventh inning? That what are we was doing? all adrenaline right there. I mean, <laughs> was, he's got a gifted arm. But the adrenaline kicking in, it's like, I'm yes. just going to rip this heater right down the middle. Uh, adrenaline. Oh, my uh, apologies. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then and then Stephen. I mean, we we talked a lot about dog piles and everything. I I wanted to get your. By the way, I wanted to get your opinion on the Dylan Delucia glove throw. Very um, good. It in was the, very in good. the bracket final. It was really smart because he went underhand, safer on the elbow, but it got good distance, went up high. Like after a complete game, you kidding me? To have that no, energy, I, hmm. you got to drop kick it or something. You got to conserve. So almost gets the last out. Mike Monaco, friend of the show, nails the call. Just nails the call, right? From last four in to last team standing, Ole Miss have won the College World Series. It was phenomenal. I will never forget also, that. Also, just shout Monaco, out to Sunday Night Baseball, right? I mean, respect to Carl Ravage, but that's why Mike Monaco's on the call, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very nice for us. We like we like Ravage. We're, we're Monaco stance. Well... Forever, forever and ever. Uh, dogpile, dogpile grade, I would say good. I would say very good, uh, A+. A plus it was dogpile. phenomenally efficient. It was like the yeah. quickest down-to-up time I've ever seen in my life. And I think what was, what was most impressive was Johnson and Dunhurst knew we're going down. Like, this isn't, like, the injuries happen, I feel like, when there's indecision about whether we're going to be on the ground or not. And they were they just went down immediately and just let them you know let their teammates pile on yeah, as opposed to like holding off. And you got great, you great got form. Dunhurst on top protecting his pitcher. What a guy, you know, what a guy. He's in all yes. that gear. Yes, and uh, and I and hey, I also gotta you know I gotta give some some credit. I know Jacob Gonzalez wasn't looking great earlier in this in this World Series, but he sure showed up. <laughs> he sure showed up uh, in this in this final game. So. 
Uh, credit to him. He's obviously going to be paid very handsomely next year as well. Yeah. Um, all right. Final thoughts on Ole Miss. I mean, look, guys, it was it, like I said when we in our preview, like they felt like the correct team to win. That was the team I was picturing, whether it was Tim Elko, obviously the story with them being the last team in and, and Bianco and everything. Um, now, here's what I will say, too. Uh, this could have lasting repercussions on the, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but now the committee is just going to be like, oh yeah, no, just put one extra SEC team, just just to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> Who do we think can do it? <laughs> Missouri. <laughs> yeah, it's like let's just let's throw Missouri in there, see what happens. Yeah, the um, the committee is definitely like texting each other, like I told you guys, what did I tell you? <laughs> and the other guys like uh, Dallas Baptist went to and out in <laughs> awful fashion, so you don't get any pizza points. Um, but congratulations to the oldest Miss, uh, a, a long time coming, a program that should have a title, and now they do. Good for them. Uh, Southern it. Southern Good Miss for Tim Elko. Southern, yeah. Southern Good for Tim Miss Elko, next year. Man. Southern Miss next year. Can we just go round out the Mississippi trilogy? Uh, good pressures on Golden Eagles. Make it happen. Hot seat. It would be fitting How after losing Ole Miss. baseball programs are in Mississippi? Other D1? Are, are there any other D1 D1s in Mississippi? I'm, there are six D1 teams in Mississippi. Okay. Who, who am I forgetting? Jackson? Uh, Mississippi State, who won last year. Yeah. Them and then finished in last place. Old Miss, who won this year. University of Southern Miss, who's going to win next year. Yep. Yeah. Who's going to win after that? And then you have Jackson State. Jackson State, that's what I was about to say. Yep. SWAC champs. Uh, Swag champs, maybe Dion can help with the baseball team. Uh, maybe Dion can State. play on the baseball team. Baseball team. Alcorn State, who I believe was like one of the worst teams. That's who uh, Peyton Shotgay had the bunt inside the park or the stolen base inside the park home run or something like that. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? And then I do remember that. And then Mississippi Valley State. Oh, that's the one. I don't D1. think I realized that. All right, well, good luck. Um. <laughs> But yeah, man. I mean, Mississippi, man. What a, what a good good for them. It's a, it's a hell of a run. Uh, although obviously, what happened to Mississippi State last year is, is maybe not not good for Ole Miss. Although Ole Miss even losing. That's a great point, Jordan. Ole Miss doomed for next season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean look, you, you're losing Elko. You're losing probably Delusia. Um, they're doomed. They'll have Jacob <laughs> Gonzalez. They will lose Dunhurst. They will. Lose. Yeah, it's it, it. You could see it going south. <laughs> they're, yeah. gonna, they're gonna have a lot to replace. But one thing I feel pretty good about Mike Bianco, probably doing just fine. I think he'll. Yeah, I think he's off that hot seat for a little bit. Yeah, that seat's freezing. Now. <laughs> we 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 hose that seat down <laughs> for, for Mike Bianco. <laughs> Get him a cold towel. Um. Jerry Rice went to Mississippi State. Mississippi Valley oh, State. Okay. Sorry. Thank so, you. There you Jeez. go. Uh, Steve. Yeah. You're in Omaha. I am in Omaha. You saw the games in Omaha. I did. How did you get there? You just took a flight to Omaha? I yeah, you'd think. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't that be like the best What way? happened, Steve? What happened was what happened, at 6 a.m., an unnamed airline, let's call them, I don't know, uh... Uh, uh, American Fairlines, where nothing's fair, canceled the flight at 2 a.m. Oh, cancel culture. Yeah, that's what happened. And then I, I spoke to a representative from American Fairlines, and they told me that no flight from my area was going anywhere towards that area. So what I did was I was like, okay, um, sounds impossible. So I looked online. We eventually found flights going from Philadelphia 
to Kansas City. And so I did what my second grade teacher probably was shaking in her boots about. I just posted on the internet, what stranger is going to let me get in their car at 11 p.m.? And, you know, ride for two hours. So I was very fortunate. I ran into a man named Adam Donovan and Preston. I don't know Preston's last name, I'll be honest. But Adam runs the Twitter and Instagram accounts for Dogpile Season, and Preston runs Baseball Authority. So if you're if you're looking for someone to follow and you appreciate me being able to get to Omaha, follow them. So, you know, Truly. we can tip I our I mean, cap. honestly, like... Shouts out to yeah, these guys. It was huge. Big time. I, I did give gas money because that's the type of guy I am. But we just, you know, we met at midnight, rented a car from Hertz at midnight 30, got out of the Hertz parking lot at 1, and we drove all the way to Omaha, Nebraska. At midnight 30? At midnight 30. It was ridiculous. I, I did not get murdered, which was good. I made sure to share... You know, their information with people who are important to me. That way, if I went missing, <laughs> you could alert authorities for me. Wait, it was you and your fiance and these two random people. Yes. In the car. Yep. Yeah. So she at least gave you the green light to yeah. <laughs> go through yeah. this plan, too. Because I think, I think push comes to shove, it would be a test for me to show my value and demonstrate whether or not I could save our lives. Ooh, so it was true. a test. Ooh, yeah, it's kind of a that's win-win. a win-win. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's like, for you. well, I didn't have to do it, so that's good. Um, awesome. But it was a blast. It was really nice meeting these people, and we got to Omaha. And now you're gonna take a now you're gonna take a plane home. Yeah, now I'm gonna take a plane. Well, you're gonna home try like a normal person. Because uh, to be clear, we last talked on this. We ended this last episode about. Four hours before your flight was canceled, so let's. <laughs> oh we no, not, we are not repeating that oh, here no. in, a, in a few hours. Um, okay, Stephen, any any uh, last things you wanted to tell us about your your Omaha experience? You you, may, you seem to do just fine uh, without us, um, and I'm glad you had a good time. You got any any other last things about your your second trip, third trip? <laughs> no, it was it was a blast. I mean. Better with us or without? Better with. Better with. Um, Let's go! And don't get me wrong. Phenomenal with my fiance. It was a lot of fun. I love you, Frank. Um, But I missed you guys. You know, we had fun together. I went to the press box. It was... I was so lost. I was so empty. And, you know... Wait, 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 wait. Steven, I need you to tell the story of Mike Monaco's shoes getting ruined. Oh, my goodness. So you guys got replaced (laughs) with a selfie stick. Um, just so you guys know that 20, the $20 replacement, but I was going around just being a jackass with it. Like, Hey Mike, you want to get a selfie? And so I pull the thing out, goes all the way out, like three feet long. And this random guy comes in to photo bomb us. He has a plate of pasta. He drops the whole plate of pasta on Mike Monica's (laughs) brand new white shoes. And I... I've never felt more horrible for any stupid joke I've ever done because I do stupid bits all the time. People know that about me. Hold on. That's a great example. It's not your fault. Yeah, I know, but bad things happen because I exist, you know? In that instance, a bad thing happened. If I didn't whip out a selfie stick, this guy wouldn't have photobombed. Mike Monaco's shoes, they'd be clean. Yeah, but he—it uh, seems like he liked you enough. Like you, you earned a lot of street cred with him early enough that he wasn't like, ah, 
fuck yeah. that guy. <laughs> Shock, think about it like this real sliding doors moment. If you hadn't done the selfie stick and John Doe hadn't spilled his rigatoni on on Monaco's Allbirds, then Monaco doesn't have that extra edge he needs to nail, to nail that. You're the so game right. Jake's you, want, you want to know the craziest thing about the unnamed John Doe? None of us know who it was. He got in his car and it was a Dodge Durango with New York plates. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what a callback. What a callback. God. Wow. Oh, guys, For I those hate. of you who don't know what that reference is, that was a car that hit me with a hit and run. <laughs> Uh, and totaled my vehicle about a month ago. <laughs> oh, oh man, shock! That's well great. done. All right. Well, any, any last? Go ahead, Jake. Shock! I'm glad you had fun in Omaha. Yeah. Before we get out of here and say goodbye, quickly, Tommy White, Tommy Tanks, LSU transfer portal, perfect match. I'm yeah. Yes, LSU snagging Christian Little, Tommy White, and a major league pitching coach <laughs> in like 24 hours. Jay Johnson not out here about to lose in a regional. Here's my main takeaway from this, guys. Other than holy shit, it's perfect. I'm excited. Is LSU, now in college transfers, whatever, it now becomes like high payroll baseball teams where it's like, well, you better win. (laughs) Or we're all going to laugh at you. They're the Yankees right now. (laughs) We're all going to laugh at you. So that'll be No, you're right. And, you know, we don't know what NIL and its influences in this, but I'm sure it's significant because like Jay Johnson is a very good recruiter and people love him. I talked to a former player of his uh, the other day who's on the Astros, JJ Matajevic. And he was like, yeah, dude, Jay's like the best. Like he's like, I'm an LSU fan now, not an Arizona fan. Cause I just love Jay. <laughs> so people, people ride with this guy and like, he gets players there, man. I mean, that's like, what Jacob Berry said. So makes sense. Yeah. I, I <laughs> I'm got an it. LSU fan now. I'm going to LSU. <laughs> I got a tough time believing there isn't a a car dealership down by LSU that's not like, hey, you guys play baseball good. Take this oh. Ford Focus. Enjoy. Dude, t- I love the idea that <laughs> Tommy it's White's like, going to be pumping Ford Tommy Focus. Tanks. Tommy Tanks, buy a tank. <laughs> you get a free tank. Get a Hummer. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that'll all be right, fun. Anything uh, Tommy Tanks. Uh, Link Jarrett. Will be awesome. Link Jarrett to Florida State because fucking duh. <laughs> Cause duh, yep. That's uh, um, what a what a surprise. Um, obviously, you know we're still waiting on some other coaching hires. Um, but shock, are you in the mix for the Notre Dame job? <laughs> I would love to or be. Michigan? I, or Michigan. I'm trying to get Kendall Rogers to falsify tweets saying that like I'm in the carousel for like a Power Five job just to see like how a fan <laughs> right. base would you, react. You just, you just want Kendall to say. Keep an eye on Stephen Shock for the hearing Bill Mosiello and Stephen Shock for. (laughs) Here's the problem, Steve. Kendall don't miss. He really doesn't. He ain't about to start missing to make a joke. (laughs) But that's why I want to. I want to gauge what these fan bases think of me, you know. And I think that. So, like, if if someone tweeted like Shock in the mix at Iowa, and the Hawkeye faithful are like. Ooh. Here, wait. This is good. Let's let's end on this. Um, I just want to pull up vacancies. Vacancies. Um, what does Shock want? All right, <laughs> here we go. Shock, what job? You think here are California here are the. I'm just going to read you the current vacancies. All right, and you're going to tell us. This is going to be our grand finale here. This is you're going to tell us which job you want. All right. Okay. Actually, say yes or no to these jobs. All right. Okay. Ready? Akron. No. <laughs> Michigan. No, too cold. 
Mississippi Valley State. We just mentioned yes. them. You do. They're going to win it all. Yeah, they're year. winning it all in two years. So Okay, yes, you'll take Mississippi Valley State. Nevada. No. <laughs> Northwestern. The, no. I'm sure that pays Northwestern's well. colder than Yeah, I had to think about which part of Northwestern it was because there's Northwestern Florida State. That's a good JUCO beyond <laughs> D1. Um, but uh, it's Northwestern Dame. America. Yes. Hey, hey, by the way, shouts out to our sponsor, S2 Cognition. <laughs> yes. And Wilson Sacred Baseball. Heart. No. Sacred Heart. No. No. UT Arlington. <laughs> no. Nope. Roadrunners. All right. Like Last one. Tulo just turned it down. Yes. Will you will Steven Schonk return the University of Southern California to college baseball prominence? I, I want to live Tom House's life. I'm in. All right. I'm in. Call our man Steven. All right, everybody. For the first time in his life, Steven near a Trojan. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, Steven Schonk, it is it has been a blessing and a privilege and an honor to host this podcast with you this season. You as well, Jake Mintz, but I've podcasted with you many times. I don't feel like I need to tell you that. Uh, Steven, I'll let you send us out on this uh, season finale of the Shock Factor podcast. Fellas, the honor has been all mine. You guys are phenomenal. Jordan, if you didn't keep me and Jake on track, we would not talk about baseball one time this whole entire season. Jake, you got a funny brain, man. I love you. You know, you guys are both beautiful, both handsome. And to the listeners... You are the smartest people I know. And why? Because you like college baseball and you tolerate us. Which, tolerating Jake and Jordan, that's easy. But dealing with my stupid self, my nasally voice, and your earbuds, you got mental fortitude that cannot be, cannot be shaken. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for making college baseball so great and supporting us this whole season. And I can't wait to talk to you next season because – I don't think there's anything else I want to do, you know? Shouts out to our sponsor for the playoffs, Wilson. <laughs> and thank Them you to too. the entire D1 baseball team for allowing this podcast to happen. Thank you, Kyle Peterson. Bye, we everyone. You Talk to you soon. Mississippi Valley State 2023. <laughs> we got this.